What is up, everybody? Joe Stibb here at Rad Parenting with my co-host. Anaya Bogue. And we are at Sidewind Dummy Records, where, just so you know, if you hear any noises, there's a band staying here. They're called Microwave. They're super cool. Is that is that their name? Yeah, they're called Microwave. I didn't get that particular introduction. I just I, knew that there was a band staying here. Yeah, uh... Some of you know this, some of you don't know this. Where we tape Rad Parenting is in uh, at Sidewind Dummy Records in Los Angeles. That's my day gig. I own Sidewind Dummy Records with my partner for the last 21 years. This is so impressive. Thank you very much. And we put out records from tons of bands. Maybe you guys might have heard Flogging Molly, Go Go Berdell. A band called Flogging yeah. Molly. Yeah. yeah, worked with them for like 11 <laughs> years. And now we have a whole new regime of bands here at Sidewind. Uh, this band Microwave visiting right now. But the best thing about it, just so you guys know, to paint the picture, Anea comes in in the morning, we drink our coffee, and then we start our shows. When she came in today, there's just bodies all over the <laughs> floors, upstairs, downstairs, and there's one bathroom downstairs, there's one bathroom upstairs, and then before we started the show, Anea goes, hey, I gotta use the restroom, and she went in there. Before I could tell her, hey, there's a band staying here, and then you came out of there and you said, these boys are stinky. <laughs> I did. There are a lot of stinky boys yeah. in this building right yeah. now. And living in a van, Anea, mm. you know? Yeah. Can I, I gotcha. tell you, being a parent, all that goes through my head, before I had kids, I remember the first tour I ever went on, I was 17 years old. Uh-huh. Went out on the road. I had just graduated from high school, and I got a gig playing bass in a band, and they were going to New York City, and I was like, I am going with you. And I still can't believe my mom and dad let me go. I mean, my mom and dad, and we'll go into this show because they were divorced. Uh-huh. Two different households. Yeah. I was living with my dad. And it was just two different rules. And my dad was like, go for it. And I left at 17 to go on the road. When I see these bands coming through here, 21-year-old kids, 22-year-old kids, this band's from Georgia. They're staying here. Yep. They're having a blast in Hollywood. There's a part of me that just, I think about their parents. Like, have you called your mom and dad? <laughs> Tell them that you're all right. Have you started to have panic attacks yet, yet in case Nate ends up down that path? You know, I probably, I, you know what? If Nate, if my son went down the path uh, of playing music and touring and, and doing all that, because he, he is a pretty amazing musician, which is crazy. Uh, not crazy because... You know, I played music, but he's like a real musician, plays piano, writes songs, sings. Yeah. I was a guy that you gave a microphone to and I would do a stage dive. That's here we go. <laughs> Joe will why is Joe the singer of the band? Because he will do flips into the audience, take his shirt off, throw beer on everyone, and then sell t-shirts all night long. That's why I gotta do it. But no, I don't get the panic attacks if he does that. But I do when I see these young bands staying here and they're and they're and they're just at the beginning of their careers and they're living it. I I do feel the parent in me. Call your mom and dad. Yeah. Tell them, you're, them okay. you're okay. Let them know you're okay. Yeah. And I've even said to them sometimes, maybe when was the last time you called your mom or dad? And they'll look at me. They'll be like, I should call them. Aww. I'm like, you're in California, Good dude. Good job, Joe. Oh, I know. It's just the dad in me. Love it. The bands around here don't even, you know what they call me now? They call me the coach. <laughs> I love it. They call me coach. They're like, Cause I, I treat yeah. it like rock and roll. Like, yeah. you know, you gotta be, gotta be this on the road. You gotta do that. They're like, you're like a coach, it's which I don't know where they get the sports analogy. Cause I'm not really a sports guy. Today's show, let's mm, dive into let's it. Let's do it. After that tangent there. So anyway, if you do hear people running and going in our in our studio today, it's because there's a band staying here. Uh, our show today, difficult topic, a little bit for me, not so much for you. I just think it's super important. And I, and I love, this is a topic that I think people shy away from because we have so much negative um, sort of stigma around it. And uh, I like, you know, just 
peeling peeling well, it we're back. Gonna, we're going to peel it back. Do this. And it came from we've been getting a lot of emails mm-hmm. about this particular topic. I'm talking about divorce. I'm talking about separation. I'm talking about that that time when the band's going to break up. Everyone's going their separate ways. Mom and dad are going solo. That's right. They're going to make. They're no more band. It's everyone's going their separate way. Uh, it's a tough time. I came from a divorced family, so I was on the front line of it mm-hmm. in the in the '80s when everyone was getting divorced. It was it, that's what you did. Like we you can got, do this. Yeah. Hey, later. <laughs> we don't have gonna, to stick it out. Yeah, I'm gonna go move and start a new life. Yeah. So, with that said, we got these emails, and there was a lot of them. A lot yeah. of single dads out there raising raising their kids. A lot of single moms, moms out yeah. there. Uh, a lot of single parents making it happen. And one of the questions that we've been getting is. How do I, as a parent, deal and, and with my partner mm-hmm. telling my children and walking my children through right. this journey we're about to start called divorce? Right. How, how do I can? I think the question has to be: How do we continue to be effective, conscious parents through what is a really probably one of the most difficult experiences we're ever going to go through? And you just worded it so much better than me. So, with that said. How do we how do we go through this journey? How do Where we do you, it? Can I just start with the first question? Mm-hmm. And 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 Bring what? It. Okay, here's the first question. <laughs> the p- parents have decided it's not working out. Mm-hmm. When do they sit down with their children and have that conversation? Okay, so uh, I would say not a minute before they together can come to a place of saying we are making this decision. We have made it because there, it is no longer possible for us to individually be healthy, whole human beings in this relationship together. And it sucks because it doesn't feel good and it's scary and all those things. But until we get to a place where we can say, and this is my opinion, we, we can sit with some degree of peace about it. Like this is what needs to happen. And we need to do this with as much love, respect, and kindness for each other as we moved into this relationship with, not until then, honestly, if at all possible. And of course, that's a that's a big, that's a tall order because chances are kids have already been subjected to seeing mom and dad not happy together anymore. Whatever version, you know, whatever shape that's taking in your particular household. Um, so usually the kids know. Usually the kids know before you ever tell them, but I think the job of our job is, as as good parents when it comes to divorce is sitting down with them and framing it in a way that does not make our kids feel terrified that the their family, which is their foundation, which is their safety, is going to dissolve into nothing and leave them, you know, like yeah, just floating around, terrified of who's going to take care of them. Is it as important as when my parents? went through their divorce. They made it so abundantly clear to me. I just remember them telling me over and over, this has nothing to do with you. Like, this is not your fault. Uh, It's mom and dad. This is not your fault. I remember them telling me so much Mm -hmm. that it wasn't my fault that I almost separated myself from it when they did get divorced and say, okay, that's on you guys. Right. And, And they both went their separate, you know, we went our separate ways as a family, but they made it so clear to me that it wasn't my fault. How, I mean, is that I think the crucial thing important. at the beginning of the conversation? It is. It's, it's not your fault. And I think, again, we have to, let's start with, we have to move away from, we, our tendency is to see endings as negative, as devastating, as failures, as opposed to all, all relationships, professional relationships, friendships, 
you know, romantic relationships. We move through cycles and sometimes we get to go on many healthy cycles together. And others of us come to a point where we're like, okay, this is the end of our healthy cycle. We're now clearly moving into something that is not, is not healthy anymore. We're fighting all the time. We've forgotten how to communicate. I don't, I don't respect this version of yourself that you've grown into. And I need to, I need to respect somebody that I'm going to be in partnership with, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the other thing to remember too, is because I've also worked with many adult adults who were children of parents that stuck it out and they were like, dude, I just wish my parents would have called it a day because the, the experience for a child to, to step, to be in their home every day, which should be a, a, a space that feels secure and safe and that there's, it's constantly riddled with negative you know, conflictual energy is just not a healthy place for a kid to be. So as much as you want to be like, divorce is going to destroy our kids. You know what? Staying together in an unhealthy relationship will also do significant damage. And going back to your whole idea of your kids are on the front line Mm -hmm. and they see uh, a relationship that's not working. Yes. You would say that they might mirror staying in a relationship that's not working just to get through it. Exactly. We want to. So when I, in my, my, my first, you know, my oldest daughters from a a previous um, relationship and And from the time that she was really quite young, I mean, my conversations with her were, life is short. It's precious. What's so important to me, love, is that you you know, always are finding a way to feel happy and healthy and whole. And your dad and I came to a point where we could no longer feel happy and healthy and whole together. So you've had this conversation. Absolutely. I have. I've had it in my own personal life. And I've also had it professionally working with couples who are like, okay, this isn't, this isn't working anymore. How do we do this? And the first thing I say to them is first, remember you can do this exactly the way you want to do this. This does not have to be like, well, according to the way other people do divorce, which has got to just be this messy, ugly, hateful. No, it does not need to be that way. And I really believe like, that's why I think I said it earlier. I really believe that I almost wish there was like, uh, as part of a, a, a getting married class or, or whatever, maybe I'll write a book one day is it's almost like you have to say, if this comes to an end, do I love and respect this person enough that I could exit this? with as much love and respect as I'm entering it. Because that to me is really what it comes down to is how do we end, how do we exit this, which is with as much love and respect for ourselves and our children as we entered it. I think that's so important with you saying that because a lot of people, you start out in a relationship, you know, my wife and I, we've been together 20 years. Crazy. And, and sure, we've had those conversations. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be lying to you if I said we've never said, okay, if we went our separate ways, how's that all going to work out? Mm-hmm. And when you're with someone that long, I think the thing, at least for me personally, is the respect that I have for her would always be there just because we did so many great things together and, and two of the great things are our kids. Right. So I think bringing that into the equation when you're talking about getting separated. But I also know right now that someone's listening and they're like, you don't even understand what he did or she did or he did. And how am I, I can't even be in the same room with this person. They did this to me. They, they were this way in front of the children. And now I'm supposed to, we're supposed yeah. to split up and, and be on good terms. How do you get through that? Okay. I mean, like you said, it so gets let's make some nasty. distinctions. Let's make some distinctions here. If we are talking about an abusive relationship and one or the other party is like, I need to head for the hills and I need to protect not only myself, but my children. Let's just put, that's a whole other show. Okay. 
Got okay. It. I, we need to be really clear about that. That's, Got it. that's just asking too much. And I don't know that it's healthy or safe. Okay. And I, that wasn't so much my example. My example right. is, is the middle I ground. can't be in a room with this person. They drive me crazy. Yeah. Gosh, if I see that face again okay. and, and, and then, and how, I think it's also you... infidelity and things that, you know, yeah, they... people have made hurtful decisions. So can I throw this out there? You're mm-hmm. saying this, you're saying both parties, no matter how bad it got, are at least conscious, making a conscious decision to sit down and go, Hey, Whatever has happened, happened. But right now, we got to worry about these children in front of us. Right, because so that's this, that's no this matter is for. what, when those when those little people showed up, the, our deal was for the rest of my life. So even if we part ways, because that's the healthy choice to make, we continue to be co-parents to these children. Period. The end. So every other show that we've done up to this point with the exception maybe of date night, because that'll now become a a thing of the past. But everything else, the united front, you know, uh, the communication, all of those things, that goes on because we don't stop being parents when we stop being partners in marriage. Can I throw this out there? And I'm I'm gonna go right, you you know, you said you sat down with couples. Yeah. And uh, give me some words Mm -hmm. to start this conversation to your children. To your children, okay. a, A situation... Two parents are there, children in front of them. They're right. going to have the conversation. Give me some of the vocabulary that you'd use. Uh, so I would do it similarly, you know, using my the, the example that I've had multiple conversations with my older daughter throughout her life. Um, the, the thing that is most important to, to your dad and I or to your mom and I or whatever is that you understand how precious and how relatively short life is. And that it is important that every single day of your life, you live it in a way that is honoring this precious gift of life that you have, that you have joy in your life as many of the days as possible. And that just, and I would use analogies like, you know, when you're having this conversation, is dad sitting next to you? Ideally, ideally it's a a, a united front. Okay, got it. Okay. Because that is what's going to help your kids. Just getting a visual. That's a great conversation. If possible, you too have, like if ever there was a time, you know, if the therapy didn't work to keep you together, then part of the therapy should be, how do we continue to be healthy co-parents? How do we sit and have this conversation and and talking it through with your therapist to really know what is going to be appropriate with your kids? So I think that... um, if you remember what your objectives are, is to help your kids remember that although your dad, first of all, just like you said, this is not your fault. Your dad and I, your mom and I can no longer, we no longer feel like we can be the best versions of ourselves, happy and healthy and and fulfilled if we stay together. Use analogies, just like your friend, you, you know, your best friend from kindergarten to third grade. And then all of a sudden stuff started going sideways and you couldn't be kind to each other anymore. And so you found new friends or you decided you could no longer be in that friendship and feel healthy and happy. That's what this is like. And so that being said, we are still a family. We are still your parents. This is not your fault. We are going to continue to move through the world as your supporters, as your cheerleaders. Um, we love you, et cetera, et cetera. Because what, your, what will screw your kids up is them feeling like your divorce means that their world is going to crumble and that they are no longer going to be held safely and securely by these two people that brought them into the world. So if you if you remember that that's your objective, whatever you say should come back to that. Okay, thing I got to throw out there right now: if there has been any, you know, cheating or things mm-hmm. like that that brought it to this yeah. place, and the kids are aware of that, how mm-hmm. do you address that? 
Well, or do for, you not? Wow. For the, so the first thing is, do do the kids need to be aware of that? And I think that- What it, happens if they are? Do I they, think it really depends on their age. And so um, I think that- um, we ha- it's important that as as adults we use our adult support systems to process a lot of the big emotions um it, c- kind of in the same vein that you know when when our our children are looking to us to know if they need to be afraid or not and because we're human there are going to be moments when we are terrified what does my life look like going forward without this marriage? Like, this is what I've known for the last, whatever, 10 years, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have to process a lot of our own fear, separate of our children, with therapists, with great friends, et cetera, et cetera, so that by the time we come to our kids, we have a sense of being solid and, and clear and so that they feel that sense of, oh, they've got me. I don't need to be terrified because mom and dad don't look terrified. It's, the, it's, the, it's, it's when you're on an airplane, you hit turbulence. And I look around all the time and I'm like, all right, stewardess, steward, they're not freaking out. I'm not going to freak out. That's right. Or or when I hear the pilot go, you know, we're flying at 30,000 feet over Chicago, a little bit of turbulence, put your seat. I'm like, okay, he sounds cool. So what you're saying is mom and dad are the pilots. Yes. They're up front. And they're letting everybody know, check it out. This is what's happening. Yep. But we're, we've, we've hit got some turbulence. Handle. We've hit some turbulence. Yep. We're still going to land. That's right. And you're going to go on with your life and Absolutely. it's going to be okay. Rewind really quick. You said uh, all the episodes, you know, maybe not date night. You know what I've seen lately? Mm-hmm. And I saw it a little bit in the 80s when I was growing up, but it wasn't so much. In the 80s, people got divorced and it was dirty. And it, they even made movies about it. Kramer mm-hmm. versus Kramer. And yeah. it was not friendly. And I think everyone that you know, went through that at that time, saw those really, uh, bad divorces that went on. But there was always these one families that I remember that their parents got divorced, but they still vacationed together. Yeah. They still did not yes. a date night, but they still, dad came over for dinner Yeah, and those, those families just kept moving on. And then the next thing that I would see was the other mom got yeah. married, dad got married. They're still hanging out. Right. Like I would go to these people's houses. I'd be like, Dude, didn't your parents get divorced? And like, oh yeah, but you know, my dad's coming over with his wife. My, they're friends, right? And they went. They really honored this relationship that was good to bring these people into the world, yep. who are the children, to the point where they still honored it years later with another person. Exactly. They, you honor yourself. You honor where you've been. That that comes back to the whole idea of like an end does not have to mean a failure. In fact. I, I believe that often it's a much bigger failure to push through and stick it out and have that once beautiful relationship become this destructive, you know, force in, in your, in your individual life, in your, in your home life that, that ultimately then is passed on to our children and they shouldn't be burdened with that. And and that's not to say that we have to shelter, shelter them from every bit of pain, but a divorce can be such a profoundly um, important teachable moment for our kids in managing their own relationships in understanding the end of cycles in relationships and always to me, I think that a healthy relationship of any sort is, is based on this. You have to find a way to maintain balance between honoring your own path and honoring the path of the other person. And if at some point honoring their path means compromising yours, you have a problem. Or if they're saying I need, you know, so there's just great ways to teach your kids that your obligation in life is to be the best version of yourself. That is how you will best contribute. And with any kind of relationship that you're in that's making it difficult for you to be the best version of yourself needs to be looked at closely. Changes need to be made. And sometimes that change needs to be bringing it to a close. 
Nah, great episode. I love what we talked about in the sense of you really gave a lesson in sitting down with your kids if this is something that you're going through. And I know a lot of people can't afford to go to the therapist. I know a lot of people don't even have the time. You're working yeah. two jobs. You're going through a divorce. You're already in it. And then you're like, how am I, how do I even open up this, this conversation with my, with my partner to sit down with our children yeah. and have this conversation? Uh, I love the way that you framed that going back really quick. Uh, the thing that I took away from today is you really need, and I know how hard this sounds to even digest is even though you're getting divorced and the family as they know it now is changing, there's still a family. And what you said was so true. You need to continue to apply all of the parenting that you've brought to the party, the United Front being two parents on the same page, dropping into being a parent. All those things still apply. It's just mom and dad aren't going to be living underneath the same roof. That's right. Yep. And that you can, and that you can get through this. And in fact, if there has been the kind of you know difficulty, difficult energy, destructive energy, conflict that they've been subjected to, even if it's scary, the thought that there's going to be change, there will also be relief for those kids to come home and be like, okay, kind of sucks that you know both my mom and dad aren't going to be here, but wow, it's going to be a relief not to be hearing or or feeling that 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 tense, stressful, destructive energy. Yeah, in my own personal experience too, and it was years ago when I was when my parents got separated and, and you know ultimately got divorced. I do remember that 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 feeling of having that. You know, my mom moved to one place, I had a yeah. life with her, and then my dad moved to another place, I had a life with him. I was very fortunate that my parents were on the same page with with getting divorced, and my dad was so present, and, and my mom was present, and I was you know I was I'm I'm lucky because they it, it almost they didn't know it, but I think they had this conversation. Uh, of making sure we're all on yes. the same page. Yes. Very, very. But hey, for anyone that's going through a divorce, anyone that's going through a separation, I hope that we helped you guys out. Any questions that you guys would have that you might want to ask Anea privately and just email her. Uh, email uh, radparenting at gmail.com. Uh, you know, we got this topic for the show from you guys. And um, hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have, um, I got a stay at home dad. He's raising two daughters. And it's just him. And I actually ran into him at a show. I was seeing a band play. And he goes, hey, man, I listen to Rad Parenting. And he goes, man, you know what? You need to have a show, man. I got two daughters. I've raised them by myself. I go, hey, will you come on? And he's like, really? So he went, you know, I was like, wow, I'd love to hear his perspective on it. And then I want to have mom come on and do that. Um, We got a lot of ideas for different shows. Keep emailing us at radparenting. uh, What is it? Radparenting at gmail.com. The website is just rad-parenting.com. All right, a lot of internet stuff. I just do it, you guys, right yep. there. Anything else, Anae? Are we done? I, you know, we're never, we're, we're never, never totally done. done. But no, that was really good. That was great. I hope it was helpful. Um, this is a big topic, and I think again, first step is um, believe that divorce does not have to be a totally destructive experience. There's a way to do this. We always have the ability to do things consciously and in the in a way that that puts um, our our children and our desire to be effective parents. At I'm the gonna throw a quote out there. Do it. I don't know a lot of them. But Joe Strummer of The Clash said, the future is unwritten. Nice. Isn't that cool? Let's do it. Let's yeah. be the authors of I that. I love that. Be the author of-, of The of, future is unwritten. Exactly. And it never turns out the way that you think it's going to turn out. Gosh, I can tell you that right now. Never thought I'd be doing a parenting podcast. Never did. And look at you now. I know. It's, it's yeah. My dad can't <laughs> believe it. He's like, there's no way. The kid with the mohawk is- it, Oh, my God. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you all next week. Late. Late.